0: Do you feel like that you are doing a lot of sales activities, you're in sales conversation, you're making all of this amazing, beautiful content, you might be even like generating leads with this, and people are actually like kind of almost like testing the water with you. And asking, hey, I don't know if this is a good fit for me. Can you tell me a little bit more? And so you're in that momentum, but you feel like the sales just aren't falling all the way through. If that's you, this is for you. Welcome to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio, welcome to the podcast. This is where we create world-class sales girls to really help you do what you love and what requires you to be able to do what you love is to earn money um, so that you can keep doing it. It's so, so important. And that's exactly what this channel is all about. So today we're going to talk about the beautiful, most amazing framework that you can have. This is kind of like a mental framework as well as a physical framework to grab the money off the table because there is so much money waiting for you to grab. And I say money because I really want to drive it home that at the end of the day, this is a revenue uh, generating, a revenue collecting video here. But on the other side of money and the other side of decisions is, is people's lives. It's the outcome of their life. It's the payoff of their life when they work with you. And so whatever drives you, whether it's the life that you get to change or the money that comes from it, I really want you just to pick one of those and think about it think about it often, think about it consistently because it really does matter. This isn't a hobby for you. This isn't something that you just want to do just to fill time. You want to um, really reap the rewards of all your hard work and you want the people that you're here to help to actually be helped. And the best way for them to be helped is to take action. And that action really reflects something, which is a decision. Decide. Decision. It means to get rid off and to cut. Literally to cut off. Think about cutting your hand off. Like once you cut it off, it's gone. It will never be repaired uh, perfectly or the same way. And that's what you want people to think about is like, okay, when I decide I'm all in. And when someone is um, kind of not really in decision, it causes a lot of actually anxiety for them. And I don't know if they would place it as anxiety or they would call it anxiety, but that's ultimately what it is because it's causing them to be in split decision. They're straddling one side or the other. And when someone, let's say you're in conversation, you're posting a lot of content, you've got a few people that you've been talking to, but when you go and you check your sales, their names aren't showing up. And in your head you might think um, man I wonder if they don't if they don't want to buy I wonder what they're thinking maybe they'll come through later um, you know they'll eventually buy or maybe you'll you think oh they don't get it I need a better ideal client anyway I need to grow my audience I need to find people that understand me and know the importance of this work and all of those things are so normal to think and believe and that's what I really want to question here today uh, because what could happen is first of all, you're just assuming where they're at, right? You're assuming that you know what they're thinking about. You're assuming that they're not the right person and you really don't know for certain. And so let's talk about the other Let's talk about the prospect, them being in indecision, and then also what it's doing to you when they're in, in indecision and you aren't certain as to why they're in indecision. So think about your prospect. They are trying to decide one way or the other. And they're not really communicating about it. They're in their own head about it. The reason you know they're not communicating about it is because they are probably ghosting you, right? Or maybe they just left you on read and you're thinking about following up, but you don't want to be weird. You don't want to be salesy. You don't want to be pushy. So you don't do it and you wonder. And they wonder, they're wondering if it is a good fit for them, if they're the right person. Now, if they are not taking a step forward, they are potentially and likely dreaming about an unfavorable outcome, right? Everything in the future is imagined. A good outcome, a bad outcome. It is literally imagined in your own brain. That's the only place the future really lives is in your head. And so they are thinking about all of the unfavorable outcomes and how they could happen. So I want you to think about like a gym membership, potentially. Let's say you're considering joining a gym. And every time you drive by the gym, you think, man, I should join the gym. Like I should get in shape. Uh, And then you, you know, you pass the gym and you keep driving and you might think about, okay, but what if I join and I look stupid in the weights, What if I join and I don't know how to use anything? What if I join and none of the classes fit my schedule? What if I join and I never go? What if I join and it's full of a bunch of meatheads and people that I don't, you know, really align with? What if I join and I'm going to be judged, right? All of these potential outcomes of them being negative and not good, that is what you're thinking about. Are you dreaming about the positive outcomes, right? What if I go, what if I join and I go every single day consistently? What if I go and I meet the love of my life? What if I go and I learn skills and resilience that overflow into my personal and my professional life? What if I go and I start to transform my body inside and out? What if I go and my stress and anxiety start to subside and I can get off medication? Like, honestly, think about it. How many of you would actually think about the positive outcomes and dreamed about the future in that way? If you did, I bet almost for a fact you would stop, walk into the gym, and join immediately. So it's just good to know. Like, if someone is not saying anything to you, like, I want them to say yes or no, right? I don't even care what the answer is. I want them to decide to get on one side or the other. Because if they are a no, at least they can shut it down and think about other things. But if they are a maybe, they're dreaming about the negative outcomes, and it's clogging up their brain to actually pursue growth in their life. And I don't want that for them. And you shouldn't want that for them either. So the point here is to one, of course, collect the cash off the table that you have been working so hard to sell, right? Selling is not the final transaction transaction that happens. It's the whole event leading up to the final transaction. So you have been working and building value and doing all this beautiful work. We want to get it to completion and completion is a yes or no. So I want to really talk about the word persuade. I want to make sure my camera is going to, um, Show this correctly. If you are listening on the podcast, I highly recommend watching this on YouTube so that you can see my drawings, because I think it'll really bring it home. So people, they are likely to have a weird relationship with the word persuade. I say likely, but it really is just um, depends on people's observations and experiences with with uh, sales. But the word per means c- uh, complete through to, excuse me, through to completion, through to completion, and then the word suede Means to advise. So, sales is advising through to completion. So, if you're selling, 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 but not getting someone to completion, you're not really like persuading, right? You're not even helping them see a new perspective and a new vision of their life. So, that's what we want to do is make sure we're going all the way through to completion. And I can't tell you how many people, right? I teach sales skills, I teach people how to create beautiful sales presentations. But they get so fixated on the presentation because of course they've worked so hard for this presentation that they want to finish it. Like it's imagine someone being like, here's my credit card, I'm ready to buy. And the salesperson is like, Oh, but wait, let me finish my message to you. It's like, no, close your mouth. And get them through to completion and beyond. What does and beyond mean? And beyond means you you persuade them to the decision but then you also continuously persuade them to take action within your program so that they can expect life change. So the ability to persuade is actually critical to your mission to help people see the other side of what's waiting for them after they enroll in your offer. Now, when you are not persuading through completion and you have a list of leads potentially. I would like to think that you're keeping track of people that show interest in your product. If not, I cannot recommend that enough. It doesn't have to be some super fancy CRM. It can simply be a leads list on your phone. That's what I use. Um, But I, I really want to encourage you to keep them on a list. Why? Your brain is not meant to store. Your brain is meant to process. Hey, if you are a female entrepreneur and you have an offer that you are so passionate about, you feel so much enthusiasm about all the ways that you can solve your ideal client's problems. But for whatever reason, your passion just simply isn't translating. feels like you are talking to quite literally nobody. I just want you to know, first of all, you're not alone, but second of all, there is a perfect place for you and it is called the sell your offer challenge and it is a five day challenge where you can come and really experience momentum and results like you've not experienced before. I'm going to play a couple of clips of what people have said about the challenge. And if it sounds like it's a good fit for you, I cannot recommend enough to click below in the show notes and join the next one. The VIP room is where you get to have the hour long coaching before the five day challenge itself. And that my friends is honestly where a lot of the magic happens. So click, below. check it out see if it's a good fit and join us I can't wait to see you there. I am loving this week I truly am. I was watching it while I was working so a patient would walk out and I would press play and I would listen to it until the next patient came in and I would pause it and I would apply exactly what you were saying before I press pause to the next patient and I doubled my revenue per patient yesterday just by applying what I have learned this week in the short amount of time that we've had everything like I can literally cry talking about it just by the way I like reframed it like what I've learned from you this week seriously I'm like tearing up about it I am just so thankful like you just oh I think it's a really good thing to write down your brain is not meant to store information it's meant to process information Um, there was a, a course I took a couple of years ago when I was pregnant with my first kid. And um, I knew I wanted to be able to manage all of our photos that we take as family so that one day when he gets married, I'll be able to go back to all my photos and have plenty of things to look back on. But my photos were chaotic. I'm sure you can relate how they are just everywhere in all these places. And it really, really bothered me. And so one of my main goals before that baby came was to get a system in place of organizing photos. So I took a course and one of the first things she said was your phone is not meant to store. It's not a storage device. It is a connection device. And when you use the storage device, or excuse me, when you use the connection device in a way that it's not meant to be used, it starts to slow down. It starts to freeze." It will not work properly and will potentially likely die. And you have to get a new one with more storage and more, it's more expensive. And then it just continues. The problem just keeps to build, build, build. So she really taught, Hey, every month, upload your photos into an actual storage device and delete them from your connection device and use them both as if they were created to be used. And I want you to think about your brain like that. Like if you don't really use it to process information versus store, if you're using it to store information, it will not work the way it's created to work. So what will happen to your brain? What will happen to your actions? What will happen to your your um, your like identity? Honestly, I say identity because identity that's how you think and how you feel. It will just cause you to be like not yourself. It'll cause you to be really slow. It'll cause you to be a little lethargic. I like to think about it as bloated, right? If you are storing a lot of food without processing it with energy, you get bloated and uncomfortable. You're overly full. What do you do when you're overly full? You lay around. You don't want to move around. You don't want to take action. You need to burn that energy off so that you can create some more room to be able to consume more energy, but it's the last thing you want to do. And so when you think about your leads, when you don't really process them through to completion, you start kind of getting fuzzy. You have a little bit of a lack of clarity. And a lot of that is coming from, well, hey, I'm doing all these quote sales activities, I'm creating all this content, but it's not converting. And you're full, so to speak, of all these leads and all these conversations that you've had, but you don't even have any data points to know how to process them through. And that is where follow ups come from. This is why follow ups are so important because, of course, of course, of course, of course, you want to collect the cash quote off the table, right? Get them through to completion. And you want to get data points. I recently just coached somebody on um, all of these, these stories that she was totally telling herself about these leads that she hadn't heard back from, that um, they weren't a good fit, that they just didn't want it, that their husband said no. And I was like, hey, like, did you actually ask them, like, did they tell you those words? She's like, no, I just saw on Instagram that they're traveling a lot. And so it's just not a good time. She's assuming that it's not a good time. And I said, Hey, when someone says no, and you get them through to completion, right? When they say no, sometimes why they said no is even more valuable than them saying yes. Sometimes because it becomes a data point it becomes something that you can see, oh, there was a gap in my messaging. There was something I wasn't very clear on communicating. And when you know that one, that one conversation, you can make a couple of tweaks to your next sales message, which could scoop up all of the people that are left on the table that likely had a very similar thought process. Like people are literally one thought away one thought away from missing it i recently um was talking to someone about joining our coaching program and one thing she kept talking about was oh she was a, um in a mastermind and kind of comparing how they're very similar um right like there's no point of doing the same thing twice so to speak uh because it's it's the same thing and i really wanted to help her see that a mastermind is not the same thing as a coaching program a mastermind is quite literally lots of minds together Kind of looking at each other in a circle, talking, brainstorming, getting ideas. And a coaching program is a coach looks at you. A coach is watching you. A coach is watching you think. A coach is watching you take action. A coach is watching you and your thought process to make sure it feels correctly and make sure you're doing actually less work, right? That you're able to refine what you're already doing. Not add more, not go faster, not go harder, but to actually pull back in the right way so that you can kind of slingshot yourself forward. And that one new perspective, that one new way of thinking, she was like, Oh, I don't have a coach. I've always pursued masterminds, but I've never pursued a coach. And so tweaking that message publicly, whether it's on a podcast or a YouTube video or your Instagram, I, there were so many people that are like, Oh, I already have what I need, but not realizing that a coach is so critical to your mission to make sure everything comes together beautifully when you can't see it. Like I want you to think about a sports coach, like a golf coach. If you are looking at the ball, working on your, you know, your, your hand eye coordination, you need a coach to, to tweak the position of your elbow, to tweak the position of your hips, to watch you so that you can watch the ball it's so important. And most people aren't thinking that way. So why am I telling this story? Because you have to see that like a conversation about why someone says no is the answer to your public communication. It is the fuel to the fire. And so this follow-up process of getting them through to completion is not just, I want to get money off the table, which of course you want to be able to earn money for all the selling that you've done. And it's to see how to make more money in the future based on what they've told you. So my highest recommendation is to have three categories. Okay. You have one category that drives them to a yes, one that drives them to the next step and no is just a no. So when you are following up with people, right, you have all these people on your list Like I think a great next step after you watch this video is to sit down and write down all the leads that you have been in conversation with, but have not followed through to completion. And I want you to follow up with them with the mindset of how can I just move them through to the next step? How can I help them see where their next step could be? So one is a yes. Yes, I'm in. You've handled my objections. You helped me understand. You've helped me get some clarity. I would like to enroll perfect. The second one is next step. This is where people say, hey, you know, it might not be a great time right now. Now we don't want to leave them in a maybe, right? So they're just saying no right now. So the next step would be great. I'm going to follow up with you in six weeks. I want to see how your launch just went. I want to see how your product development goes. And then I'm going to follow up with you and ask you about that specific thing. I think a lot of people get scared and nervous to follow up for no other reason than they, than they don't even like have something to follow up with. That's why it feels uncomfortable. Anytime someone comes to me, they're like, how do I follow up with somebody? I know for a fact they don't know about the person. Right, they know all about their product, but they don't have prospect knowledge. Uh, there was a lead that we had years ago, and Kat, my business partner, she um, followed up with her for a year, and she said it was so easy to do that because I knew exactly what I was following up with next. Whether it was follow up on how her like her like her offer went or how her lead generation was going, like she knew specifically what this lead was working on and knew how to follow up with her. And so the next step could be, hey, in six weeks, I'm going to follow up. The next step could be, hey, talk to your boss and I'll follow up with you tomorrow to see how that conversation with went. Hey, follow up with your husband or excuse me, maybe they need to talk to their husband and you say, hey, great. Talk to him this weekend and I'll follow up with you on Monday, right? We're processing through. It's not open looped, processing it through to the next step. And the next is a no. The next is a no. And that is amazing. If they say No, I want you to say a hundred percent, like it absolutely needs to be an amazing fit. Do you mind telling me what made you say no? Do you mind telling me a little bit more about what makes this feel like it's not the right fit? And I want you to hear them without any agenda, right? They might say something as as valid as, as it can be. Like I'm literally giving birth tomorrow. It's not a good time. Or they could say something that's like, oh, it was just unclear for them. Like I know somebody who was like, oh, um, you know, the, calls, the call is tomorrow. Like our first – we have a year-long coaching program and our first call is tomorrow. And so she thought like if she missed that call, It the whole year wasn't for her. And so being able to say, hey, like it actually is recorded and going in your portal and we jump right back in the next week. It's no big deal. It was just a lack of clarity. So this data point is going to reveal either you are not clear, they really aren't a good fit, or there's a thought that's becoming this mental block for them that might be a mental block for lots of other people. I hope that this was helpful and I hope that you just can approach follow-up so beautifully and with so much confidence to know that no matter what they say, it's helpful. Whether it's a yes, whether it's a next step or whether it's a no, use it as fuel and process it through to completion so that you can stay in energy, stay in motion, not feel like there's a lack of clarity, a lot of fogginess in your brain, but knowing for a fact why someone said yes why someone said no or how you're moving them to the next step and as you burn that energy you're going to create more room to be able to continue to fill up your 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 brain with more conversations, and more leads and better results. I'll see you in the next one.